Okay, so I'm super nosy. I love to see what other people do with their days and weeks, especially those who are closer to the dream life I have for myself than I am. And though I strongly believe that you shouldn't do something just because others are, I know the value of seeing what others do as a way to be inspired to figure out how that could show up for you, how you could integrate it into your life. So in this episode, I'm pulling back the curtain and letting you in on the success habits that I have cultivated already and the ones that I'm currently working on adding. So are you ready to dive in? Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Goal Get It podcast. I'm your host, Erin Hayworth. You're in the right place if you're an online women entrepreneur who is tired of constantly hustling, but you're still not reaching those big business and life goals. Each week, I'll share effective strategies for building, running, and up-leveling your profitable business, productivity hacks to help you maximize your limited time and energy, and some guidance on exactly how to tailor all that advice specifically to you and your business so you can start taking action on it immediately. So are you ready to dive in? Okay, I want to just hop in here just a minute to tell you about something really awesome. Right now, I have five spots available for private one-on-one coaching, and you might be the perfect fit for one of these spots. So let me tell you just a little bit about it real quick. Fiercely Focused is a six-month one-on-one coaching program designed so you can achieve your big goals faster and easier without the burnout. Sounds pretty good, right? It combines your next right steps, the tools that you need to take those next right steps, and a high-level vision partner, me, to guide you all along the way for six full months. Fiercely Focused is for online entrepreneurs who want clarity in where they are and where they are going, to leverage their talents and skills, to home in on what's most effective for them, and to take action to get to their goals faster and easier while actually enjoying the process. So if you're interested in leveling up this year and you want my help to do it, I want to invite you to head on over to erinhayworth.com forward slash apply to complete an application to work with me one-on-one. Once these spots fill, you'll be placed on a wait list. So you'll be the first to know when another spot opens up. But if you want to make sure you get one of these spots right now, go ahead and pause this episode and head on over to erinhayworth.com forward slash apply and complete your application. And then head right back here because we're diving back in. I have decided to begin pulling back the curtain and being totally transparent with different aspects of my business and what I'm calling the behind the scenes episodes of this podcast. While I've always shared openly about my own business and haven't hidden anything necessarily, I know the value of intentionally taking a look at lessons as I'm learning them so you can learn them as well. And this is one of those episodes. So let's just talk about habits for a second because you are what you do every day, right? You've heard this. I'm not the first person to tell you this, I don't think. Definitely not the person that came up with it. Are your habits currently are creating the results that you're currently seeing in your life for better or for worse, right? So if you want to change your life, if you want to change your business, you need to change your habits around those things. I actually talked about choosing habits to cultivate in episode 54, But in this episode, I really wanted to share with you what this has looked like for me specifically, having been on a personal growth journey for several years now and growing my own business for over three years. I call these habits success habits because I feel that they are the foundation upon which I will be successful in reaching my goals. Okay. Super quick note on that. 
When I'm talking about success, I am talking about my definition of success for myself. I highly recommend that you do the same and define success for yourself as you are considering what your own success habits will be. Nothing in here is a should or a must or anything like that. These are just what I am doing, and I highly recommend that you find habits that work for you, okay? Also, before I dive into these habits, I want to give you some insight on how I'm going to actually present these things, okay? So these are going to be the daily success habits. So these are things that I am doing on a daily basis. I have weekly things that I do, monthly strategies, all of those different things. I'm specifically talking about habits, and I'm specifically talking about things that I do daily, The first six that I'm going to share with you are habits that I feel like are set or in what I call the maintenance zone, meaning they run basically on autopilot at this point and need just small tweaks or changes to maintain them. They're not something that I am actively trying to cultivate. They are cultivated. They're good. They're just in the maintenance zone. They don't take up a lot of energy, cognitive bandwidth, or call for lots of self-discipline at this point. The next five I'm going to share with you are newer habits. There are things I have been cultivating or what I call right now as being in the growth zone. The growth zone is my current focus and where most of my limited resources are going, my energy, my bandwidth, my time, and yeah, some of my money as well. These are the habits that are requiring the most for me right now. So I just wanted to give you that so that you can kind of hear, like have a framework in your head for how I'm going to present these. But if you're ready, let's dive on in, okay? So here are my set habits or the habits that I would consider in the maintenance zone that I consider daily success habits. The first one is drinking water. (laughs) This has been an ongoing ebb and flow for a while, I'll be totally honest, but I feel like I've got this one down now. I used to drink soda and juice, basically anything but water growing up. Or milk. Milk's just gross, y'all. I'm sorry. I just can't. (laughs) Well, cow's milk. I've never had a taste for it, but that's not the point. Water was not anything that I was forced to drink or chose to drink on a regular basis growing up. I drank it, but it just wasn't like my first choice. I hadn't developed the habit of reaching for water when I was thirsty for the first 26 or so years of my life. So since then... I've become really conscious about drinking more water and reaching for water, like making that my default, basically. And it's looked lots of different ways over the past eight years that I've been cultivating this habit. When I say I've eight years of cultivating this habit, it's looked lots of different ways and I'll get really good at it for a while and then I'll revert to comfort zone, old habits, things like that. But it's not something where I've been like pushing hard for eight years straight, right? Again, it's a set habit now, but it's important to talk about because I do believe it's one of the habits that has led me, that leads me to success. And I'll explain why in just a minute. But here's how I am doing this right now. I keep a water bottle with me at all times. It's on my desk because I have to be drinking something while I'm working. I take it with me in the car. Anytime we go anywhere, I take my water bottle with me. And I also have refillable glass water bottles filled and ready to go in my fridge as well. So if I need to grab one on the way out the door, I know I don't have mine filled up or something like that. I make it easy for myself, basically. I try to drink 16 or 24 ounces of water, depending on what kind of morning I'm having, first thing in the morning. And then I aim for 128 ounces in a day, which is a full gallon of water every single day. If I start to get bored with regular water, which it does happen. 
I, again, I'm creating a contingency plan for myself. So I'll switch things up with sparkling water or a bit of unsweetened flavoring kind of thing, right? Or I'll put some fruit in my water or something like that. But for the most part, it's just water at this point. When we go out to eat, I only order water. If we're having dinner and I get a glass of wine, I'll get wine, but I always have a glass of water no matter what. This is a success habit. And you may be like, how does drinking water have anything to do with entrepreneurship? Here's why. It's a success habit because I know if I'm not hydrated, everything else suffers. If I'm not hydrated, I feel like I'm in a fog, I'm lethargic, I can't properly focus, and I I want to be able to do all the things, right? All the things that I want to do, and I want to be healthy. So this is a total flex success habit, right? This is the ultimate success habit for me because it aligns with so many of the things that I do have for myself. So the second success habit is my gratitude and affirmations practice. Now, I have had some form of this practice since October of 2017, and it started with 10 tiny little things that I was grateful for and 10 goals or dreams of mine. I'd write that out every single day. It now looks like five tiny gratitudes each morning. And if we're being honest, throughout the day as well, I don't necessarily write them down throughout the day, but I'm noticing things that I'm grateful for, like that stoplight that stayed green until I got through it, or I'm so grateful that we haven't gotten COVID yet, or I'm grateful to have access to healthcare to be able to go get my tooth fixed. I had a crown break off recently, so (laughs) there's things like that. And then I also write down five affirmations. So five tiny gratitudes and five affirmations each morning. So the affirmations basically look like goals I have as if they have already happened. Things like I'm a successful published author. I make $20,000 in my business every month. I have a lovely, competent personal assistant. They're things that haven't necessarily happened yet, but I write them down as if they've already happened, right? And this is important to me. This is a daily success habit for me specifically because it keeps my goals top of mind for myself and it reminds me what I'm working for from a place of gratitude and abundance. So I put goals and gratitude together specifically because it gives me that like, I'm reaching for more, I'm ambitious, I've got these things that I want to to cultivate or or these things that I want to draw into my life, but doing it from rather from a place of, I don't have it yet, do it from a place of, here's all the amazing things that I already have, here's all the abundance I already have in my life. So by pairing those together, that's what that does. So that's why that's a complete success habit for me. This next one, you guys are probably going to giggle at because I talk about this one a lot and it and it may not seem like a success habit on its surface, but I'll just, I'll just share it. So the third one is planning my day with coffee. That sounds a little weird the way that I worded it. It means planning my day while drinking my coffee, right? So <laughs> planning my day gives me so much joy. I love making plans. I love a calendar. I love a blank schedule. Like there's nothing that brings me more joy, right? And then to pair that with my morning cup of coffee with it makes it totally one of the favorite parts of my day. And it's literally the first thing I do every morning once I am up and about. I make myself a cup of coffee and my favorite Jonas Brothers mug. I've literally been drinking my morning cup of coffee out of the same mug. I wash it every day, but out of the same mug for over two years, y'all. <laughs> and it still looks pristine because I'm like crazy about it. But, but then I sit down with my planner to map out my day. 
And this is a success habit because it begins my day with indulgence and intention. Like I like pairing things, right? And I also love alliteration. So you know that whole start as you mean to go on saying, well, if I start from a place of feeling like a total queen with my delicious cup of coffee and looking at the next 12 hours or so with how can I make the most of those 12 hours, I have a much better, more aligned day than if I just try to stumble my way through it. There's been maybe a handful of times where I haven't gotten to do this practice in the way that I want to do it every single morning. And I can tell you that those days are, can't hold a candle to the days that I I do get to do it. Planning my day with coffee is the third one. The fourth one is using a timer while I work. Now, I don't use a timer while I'm recording podcast episodes, but when I'm outlining podcast episodes, whenever I am doing social media, whenever I'm doing basically anything that doesn't require me to be recording myself, I'll use a timer. And it's because the number one comment I get when I ask someone why they aren't utilizing their time wisely or why they're not using their planner or whatever it is, is that they don't know how long things take. And I find that if I give myself three hours to do something, it will either take all three hours or even longer. So I do use a timer when I work. I just use the timer on my phone. It's super, super simple. There are plenty of them that you can use that are online that use like the Pomodoro technique and all of that, but I just use the timer on my phone. And sometimes it's just to measure where my time is going and how long something actually does take. And sometimes I use it to motivate myself to focus free of distractions using that Pomodoro technique. So if you're not familiar with Pomodoro technique, it's just a way of chunking your time so that you have like very specific focused work time and you have a break and you have specific work time and then you have a break. And again, this is a success habit for two reasons. Number one, when you know how long something takes, you can plan better for realistic expectations, right? And two, you get more done in the time that you have available, which means better results in the same or less time. Hello, leverage. That's why I use this particular daily success habit. And I've, I've got this one down. Another one that I feel like I've got down pretty well is plugging in my electronics before bed. And you might be like, okay, I mean, I can get on board with like the water thing and the coffee thing and even the gratitude practice thing, but how does, how does plugging up your electronics how is that a daily success habit? Well, here's why. (laughs) I cannot stand when I go to do something and I can't because my phone or my iPad or my headphones aren't charged. So before I go to bed each and every night, I plug everything up. So in the morning, it is fully charged. It seems simple, but having everything ready for you eliminates the potential roadblocks and obstacles of not having enough battery when you're feeling inspired or whenever you have the time to knock out an Instagram post or whatever it is. So the success habit is making sure that your tools are ready for you and fully supporting you, right? Because I run my business from a computer, from my phone, from my iPad, all those different things. And if all of those things aren't up to par, then it eliminates or it it diminishes the effectiveness of my time, of my energy, of my cognitive bandwidth. That's one that I've been kind of crazy about lately, but I'm just like, let's just plug it up so I don't have to worry about it anymore. The final habit that I'm going to talk to you about that I have set currently is listening to audiobooks in the car. So lifelong learning is a huge value of mine. It is. And I know it's a huge value of a lot of entrepreneurs, especially 
those entrepreneurs that are on the road to being majorly successful. Again, success is your own definition, but it's one of those things, right? And I've actually had a book goal the past several years on top of everything else that, I, that I've been doing, right? It's one of the goals that I set for myself every single year because I want to spark new creative ideas and I want to give myself the benefit of our alternative perspectives and ideas and, and things like that, give myself an opportunity to think about things in a new way. So reading regularly is really important to me. And the easiest way for me to get in more reading time is to habit stack on my commute. Now, I don't have a traditional commute because I work from home. And ever since we moved, taking my daughter to school and driving back to the house takes about seven minutes. So it's not a whole lot of reading time. So now at this point, it really looks like anytime I leave the house to go anywhere in my car, if I go to town, if I go run errands, whatever it is, as long as my daughter's not in the car or my husband's not in the car, then I will turn on an audiobook rather than turning on the radio or a playlist or anything like that. I turn on Audible. And it has assisted in my reading 25 books in 2019, 32 books in 2020, and over 50 books in 2022. So those were the six daily success habits I feel like I've got down. They're on autopilot or they just require a little bit of time, effort, and energy to maintain those things. Now I want to talk about the five that I'm currently working on implementing. Now, I say five, they're not all at the same point in terms of like all of them require the same amount of effort and energy and there's the same point in terms of like they all started on the same day. That's not it. These are the ones that I feel like are still in the growth zone. So the first one is daily movement. Now, this has been a goal of mine in many different forms for years, right? I don't know anybody that sets goals and doesn't have some sort of movement-related health goals, whether it's specifically related to the health or whatever else it is. But the reason this is back in the growth zone is because I'm reimagining how this has to look, Okay. Because in the work that I do, I'm either relatively sedentary or in the past, whenever this would be a goal, I would push too hard too fast and give up, right? That it quote unquote had to look a certain way. So this time around, I've defined what I wanted the habit to do for me, which is give me the energy I want to do all the things basically and to maintain my health so I'm around for a long time. And then I determined what the habit needed to look like from that. So at this point, basically what that looks like is I have access to an online library of workouts that's everything from yoga, strength training, all the different things. So I make it easy that I can select one of those or I have rollerblades. Yes, I have rollerblades. 34-year-old me just went and bought rollerblades. My daughter got skates for Christmas and so she's been into it. And so I thought I'd get back into it. Things like doing silly dance parties, running around playing kickball in the backyard, like all of those things count. And basically the only stipulations that I have put on it is that I have to be intentionally moving my body for 30 minutes every single day. That is the only stipulation. Not that I have to follow a program like to the T or anything like that because giving myself that kind of rigid structure hasn't worked for me in the past. I know what doing that has given me in terms of results. What I need is to feel good about the movement. And I can do that by playing kickball with my daughter in the backyard. I don't have to lift heavy weights every single day or do cardio every single morning or anything like that for that. So 
daily movement is a habit that I have been actively working on at this point. Another one that I've been actively working on for a couple of months now that kind of ebbs and flows a little bit is puzzle and or creative time. If anybody knows me, they know that they, that I absolutely love puzzles, but it's not something that I was actively reaching for for years. It would be something that we would get out at the holidays or something like that. So whenever we bought this house that we just moved into a couple of months ago, I was adamant that there was a place for me to do puzzles and have a puzzle out all the time because it brought me such joy and fulfillment. This particular habit and cultivating it as part of a daily success habit, right, came from spending evenings in front of the TV or my phone screen and feeling like I was wasting hours. Like I wanted to be entertained. I wanted a little bit of downtime, but I wanted it to be more productive. And I mean productive in terms of like how I was feeling versus like how many things can I get done, right? So, and this is going to be an example of an addition habit change. Rather than trying to say, I'm not going to enjoy my TV shows and instead just work on a puzzle or paint or whatever other creative endeavor, I love to knit, crochet, paint, do puzzles, like just things like that. So rather than I'm going to replace my TV time with one of those things, I made it a habit stack. When I want to watch TV in the evening, now I'll work on my puzzle while I do that or I'll knit or I'll work on a painting or something like that. And again, I've done that. I've I've made it easy for me to do that, specifically with that habit stack, by having a puzzle. It's considered a project table. I've been using it for puzzles mostly right now. In the middle of our living space. <laughs> it's legit in the middle of our living space. You it's the first thing you see whenever you walk in the door. There's been a puzzle on it basically since we moved in. And it's really convenient because it's in the space where everybody else is. It's not tucked in a corner, tucked in a room somewhere. So I feel isolated. It feels like something that I can do while spending time with the family, while watching my shows, while I need to do the things. Now, why is this a daily success habit? Again, remember, I talked about success being something that is your own definition of success. And so whenever I think about the things about me being successful, it's not about how much thing, how many things can I do. It's about how I feel. And I feel great personal fulfillment from doing puzzles, from being creative, from the meditative click of knitting needles and things like that. And so having that, having those hobbies available to me and, and making them part of my regular routine is allowing me to feel the way that I want to feel. So that's why that one's a daily success habit. The next one that I have been reaching for a little bit more is journaling. So every time that I start a new program or I start a new mindset book or anything like that, I feel like I start journaling again. And it's because self-awareness is key to basically any type of growth, right? But what I would find in the past is journaling without prompts doesn't work for me. Like just looking at a, a page and like writing down, be like, here's all the things that I'm feeling. Here's what happened today. That just doesn't work for me. I need a little bit more direction than that. So right now, the way that this looks is I have six prompts that I answer every single morning, six questions that I answer the same questions every single morning. And I use them as a way to check in and to ground myself, to uncover my frustrations and to give myself the best chance to show up as the best version of myself 
each and every day. So the reason this is a daily success habit is it's all about self-awareness. It's all about bringing attention to the things that it is that you want to highlight, the things that you want to improve. And so if I'm feeling frustrated or angry or unworthy or feeling like I can't do something. I know. I hate those. I hate those two words together. I can't. It's like the worst. But if I'm feeling any of those things, if I just jot it down on paper and give myself that moment to pause, then I'm able to short circuit the negative spiral that could potentially happen. And I can say, okay, well, this is how I've been handling this up, you know, for the 30 minutes that I've been awake. How do I want to continue my day? It gives me a, a pause point and it leads to much better results than if I was to just sit in the frustration and sit in the unworthiness or lack of confidence or whatever it is. All right, we're almost done. The fourth habit that I am currently cultivating, currently working on is resetting my office and home before I go to sleep. So I like a clean house. I like a tidy desk. But when I get into my creative flow and ideas are just coming My desk gets to be quite a collection of notebooks and post-it notes and pens and empty drink bottles. Likewise, my family actually lives in our home, so it gets messy. I have a husband, a five-year-old daughter, a dog, and two cats. There are always dishes and toys and shoes and laundry and blankets, all the things out of place. By taking five minutes when I finish work each day to reset my desk, and 10 or 15 minutes at the end of the evening before I go to bed to reset the rest of the house, I wake up with my environment actually supporting me feeling how I want to feel every single day, which is organized and energized rather than overwhelmed and irritated. So if your physical environment and how it affects your ability to reach your goals is something that you want a little bit more of, you can go check out episode 53, which is literally called Your Environment's Effect on Your Achieving or on Achieving Your Goals. That is where this one specifically came from. I want to feel organized. I want to feel energized so that I can go do all the things that I need to do every single day without getting irritated at myself or the other people that live in my house because I can't find something everything's cluttered, everything's a mess, right? So that's why that's a success habit. All right, so the last one is consistent skincare. So on the surface, consistent skincare may look like a pretty vain habit to consider with this, but I'll be honest, this goes more than skin deep. Yeah, that was a bad pun. You're welcome. You're very welcome. So yes, I want to look, I I want the the youthful looking skin because I don't want to look older than I actually am. I'm 34 years old and my hair is naturally gray. Not, I have some gray hairs, but my hair color overall is a silvery gray color, right? You see the pictures of me online. That's my natural hair color. (laughs) I don't color it. But it's more than that too. I show up as a coach online, on Zoom, on Instagram, on videos, and out in the real world as well. And what I found is that when I look good, I feel confident. And I feel like a total boss. So I often wear makeup to look good. In my own opinion, I don't care about anybody else's opinion about my makeup. It's when I wear makeup, I feel like I look good, right? And sometimes that can wreak havoc on my skin wearing makeup every single day. And then there are some days, usually weekends, 
where I don't want to wear makeup and I still want to look good. I still want to look awake (laughs) and alive and things like that because it makes me feel the way I want to feel. It gives me the confidence that I need to go about doing all the different things, right? By prioritizing my skincare routine, I am creating a habit of taking care of myself and creating a way for me to show up more confidently. And I have totally been that person that buys one skincare promise after another, shoving it into the back of the drawer after two weeks of inconsistent use. So this particular habit of building a consistent skincare routine, consistently doing my routine is helping me with that consistency muscle, but it's also helping me have radiant skin that I can feel really, really good into. So it's kind of a win, 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 win all the way around. Now, I hope that my talking about my own success habits has sparked something for you. If you are still unsure about what habits to choose next, go give episode 54 a listen. And if you are excited and ready to start cultivating a new success habit, but you're not sure how to go about doing that, I want you to go check out episode number three, which is all about intentionally cultivating habits. Okay, so I like to end each and every episode with an action step that you can take right now to help you move forward and begin to implement immediately. Here's your action step for this episode. List out what your current habits are, all of them. For each one, determine if it's a positive habit, aka pushes you closer to your goals, or a negative one, makes it harder to reach your goals. For every negative one that you uncover, determine what a positive replacement or addition might be for that habit. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to check out the Goal Get It podcast. If you never want to miss an episode, hit subscribe to make sure you're the first to get your new episode every single week. And if you'd like to connect outside your headphones, head on over and send me a DM at miss.aaron.hayworth on Instagram. I can't wait to chat with you more. Chat soon.